Welcome back to episode Contravant Set of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. Here alone this week, I've got the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. So I bet you're all wondering where we were, where I was yesterday. I took the day off. Uh, the previous day, I mentioned my Uncle Bob, and uh, if you missed it, uh, he unfortunately passed over the weekend, and uh, yeah, I think I was just a little overrun and had a lot on my mind, so I took I took the day, but it is the... This episode is the consecutive episode, so don't worry. There will be a second episode today to make up for the missed day. And I want to start off by, you know, uh, bringing up my uncle again. So, obviously, I'm still thinking about my Uncle Bob. And uh, more importantly, how, you know, obviously how I'm feeling, how the rest of the family is taking it, and uh, it constantly goes through my mind, like, how this happened, like, why it happened, these, uh, these types of situations are very, maybe spontaneous, you know, they come out of nowhere sometimes, and they just shock the hell out of you, and it just leads you to wander around your own mind. And there's really no answers for it. So it just got me thinking. Uh, I think I've just had a ton of thoughts in my head. So some of the thoughts are it's like it's pretty odd that terrible times, bad situations usually bring people closer together. It's kind of like, I don't know, the being proactive instead of reactive kind of, that kind of uh, thought pattern. It's, uh, it's, it's pretty much like good times bring people together, but then also bad times bring people together but with more of an intense force behind it which it's odd that the bad times are a bit more powerful in these moments and uh yeah it's a pretty sad topic to talk about and uh and it and I I guess overall, I just kind of wish that, like, you know, we didn't have to wait, like, say for, say for people that don't really get along, or people that have, like, a rift between them, or people that haven't seen each other for a long time, or whatever the situation, usually... You know, a bad situation 
has a much higher rate of bringing the two of you or whoever's involved back together again. And I think it's obviously positive that, you know, whoever's involved gets gets together. But I also think it's very unfortunate that it takes that uh, such a such an event to make it happen. So I guess uh, I guess uh, yeah, that's death just sucks. It, it sucks, but it's a part of life. And um, yeah, uh, I think you just gotta be there for all the people you care about and support them, be by their side, and, uh, you know, I think that helps immensely. And with that, I will go on to topic one, which is, I've talked about this show before, Frasier, and it's a perfect show to watch after some, after certain events, and death is definitely an event that, you know, you watch this show, and, you know, they do things so smartly and go into such deep topics that you could relate to them. And it's pretty comforting. So the two episodes that I, ba- I basically went through the entire first season again. And the two episodes that really spoke to me are Death Becomes Him, which is basically an episode just like the situation that I have currently with my family, with my uncle. Hey, sure. You gotta stop. I'm on live right now. I'm recording. Could you be quiet? Please? Maybe he will. Maybe he will. Well, anyways, the episode Death Becomes Him basically goes about the same situation that I'm having with my family right at the moment, where death comes to someone, you know, unexpectedly, and everybody around is trying to figure out why it happened. And pretty much no one has an answer. Except at the end of it, they pretty much they pretty much come to a conclusion whereas you can't you can't dwell on death and you have to enjoy the moments that you have in life because you never know how many moments you have and then the other episode that I love is the last episode of the first season which is My Coffee with Niles and it's such a good way to close the first season all it basically asks is Are you happy? Hey, chirpy boy. (laughs) He's upset with me because he has a cone around his head today. Well, anyways, my coffee with Niles is basically Niles, Frazier's brother, asks him if he's happy since his life has changed and basically he's in a new chapter of his life. And it seems like a pretty simple question. However, there's so many aspects of your life and it's 
it's very deceiving. I think it's very hard to ask. Yeah, very hard to ask and very hard to answer. Because you could be happy in certain aspects, but not in, you know, other sides of your life. But overall, I think it's pretty tough to answer that question. And I think everybody, I think everybody, if you ask them that question, they would be a little hesitant about what the answer is. I don't, I don't think I know one person that would say yes, they are completely happy or no, they are not completely happy or no, they are (laughs) completely not happy. Uh, so it's a really, really good, smart episode. Uh, I'm letting some time go to see if he stops <laughs> meowing and making noise. Shh. Uh, if you have not seen the show, I highly recommend it. I've talked about it so many times. So if you're going through tough situations, I guarantee you there will be some type of episode within that entire series that you could relate to. And it will help you get through it. And that's why... That's why I think it's like the best sitcom ever... To come out on TV. Ever. And that's... Hey. Do you cut it out? Uh... Man, he's making me lose my train of thought. Would you stop it? It's really making me lose my train of thought. Okay, topic two. Topic two. Um, so this one is from manager, and she texts me the topic of Gordon Ramsay and whether I like Master Chef or Hell's Kitchen more. And to tell you the truth, I don't really know that much about Master Chef. I know it came out after Hell's Kitchen, and uh, but I have seen Hell's Kitchen. I used to watch it pretty routinely, especially in the beginning days. The first few seasons were amazing, and then obviously after a while it kind of dies down because it's pretty much like the same formula over and over and over again. However, it never gets old hearing Gordon Ramsay's accent and him just <laughs> yelling all over the place and calling people donkeys. It's it's really entertaining. So if I had to pick, I would totally pick Hell's Kitchen. I think I think the show goes the same way to where there's like two teams, the red and the blue team, and then each one gets like 10 or 12 chefs and then they have you know their their events that they do and then you know the losing team loses a person and they get to the finals and then whoever whoever wins gets i think a new restaurant or like is the head chef of of a new restaurant and then master chef i really don't know much about it except for i know he shares the co he like 
he's not the only host of the show. I think there's like two other judges, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't... Like, I kind of know what they're doing. They're kind of making it like a... Like a panel of judges, like American Idol or something like that, but... I don't really understand that because the other judges don't really do anything. Like, Gordon Ramsay is the main reason why people watch the show. Like, I don't think anybody gives a damn about what anybody else says on that show. So, uh, I I would say that's the reason why... Like, I've seen a few episodes. I've never seen a full season, so I can't really say... I can't really describe it that well, but I mean, if it's a show between him yelling a lot and him being cut off by like two other judges, I'd rather have him just be the main focus. Man, I really want to watch it. However, he does have another show called Kitchen Nightmares, and that is a great show too because it's it's just him going into already made restaurants that are kind of on the downside and he just goes in there and basically tells them how like crappy they are and then he like redoes it and helps them out so I think he's a really nice guy it's just it's amazing how tv wants to focus on people that are kind of nuts and like really loud and obnoxious but behind Behind that exterior, I think he's a really nice guy. And uh, he's very easy to listen to. I mean, even if he's calling you like a donkey, I think his accent and the tone of his voice is very... It's almost like easy listening. So I wouldn't mind it (laughs) if he's like insulting me and I just gotta take it. I, I don't think I would mind it that much. Uh... But that being said, I pick, I'm making a decisive pick, and I'm going with Hell's Kitchen. Hell's Kitchen for the win this time. And, uh, yeah, hopefully he comes out. Oh, side note, before before this thing is over, I actually went to a couple Gordon Ramsay's uh, restaurants, and I tried his signature Beef Wellington. However, since... I'm, you know me, I'm pretty picky with food. I waited till it was cold, unfortunately, and the one bite I had was, it was it was okay for being cold. But I think it would have been amazing if I just ate it while it was hot. So if you ever go to his place, the food is awesome. And... So, I, the stuff that I had anyways and uh stick to those shows stick to those shows Hell's Kitchen then Kitchen Nightmares and then MasterChef and all these other shows where they have kids doing like the events and everything screw that stuff who the hell wants to see kids like cook and all that kind of junk uh and with that we'll go to topic three which is a cat update so it figures that my cat is very disruptive during the show today and he's probably he wears it well but I don't think he's enthusiastic 
about the cone around his head because he keeps scratching his eyes. And I think he's giving himself like a little bit of a rash. And this is my cat, Chirp. In, in I think in a week, he's gonna go get his eyes checked by a ophthalmologist for, for pets. So we're gonna get him fully straightened out and hopefully there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, I keep getting like, I got different results. Uh, at first they thought it was something and then they didn't think it was something and now I'm just like, he's going in just in case. Crack, Crackers is doing good. You know, he's, he's right at home and pretty much like the adventurous man of the house. And now there's another cat here called Jay. I call him J-Dog. And they're all living pretty peacefully here. And they're all very, very different, very different. However, my main concern at the moment is Chirp, just because I really don't know exactly what's wrong with them, but there is something obviously visual, visually different for him, and it's 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 pretty much worrying me. But I'm trying to keep my cool until I take him to the vet. I think the ninth that was the earliest I could get him in, and we're gonna see what's up. But until then, I'll pretty much be sleeping on the couch with him and keeping the cats company until I know that they are all safe and sound. And with that, this has been a pretty good comeback episode. I I feel a little, I still feel a little bit out of it. There's a lot going on in life right now. There is an awful lot going on and I appreciate everybody listening and please come back for the next episode. And this has been episode of Contravant Set of Le VOTP.